Welcome to another NY Just Fans podcast with host Davin Shaman and Chris as we get into another week of uh, NFL news and Jets news. Um, not too much, but uh, let's let's get into the, um, Ezekiel Elliott uh, and Roger Goodell. Like, they got met up. Um, basically, Ezekiel said he'll he'll be good for now on, and he and he needs to make better judgments. So Goodell didn't uh, discipline Zeke. For for the Las Vegas incident, um, was it the right thing to do? Go ahead, Chris. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, these guys, they keep getting second chance after second chance, and then they get the slap on the wrist. Uh, how many times have we seen this with these players? You know, and Elliot is just another example of that. And you know what? He's on Dallas. I'm not going to bring up any conspiracy theories, but... <laughs> I'm sure yeah. the NFL would not mind seeing the Dallas Cowboys up top in that division again and in the playoffs and possibly in the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to leave that one out there. The funniest thing about what you just said is Cowboy fans see what you, the exact opposite of what you just said, man. Right. Uh, I had a Cowboy <laughs> fan come, come up to me before the whole thing happened and he's like, yeah, now you know Roger Goodell is going to suspend Zeke, right? Because you know how Goodell hates the Cowboys. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did you get that from? You know, uh, like, no. you know, this, this is when people live in a bubble. You know, that's yeah. kind of what happens, you know, because Dallas Cowboys fans believe everybody hates them because they are America's team mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But um, I, I kind of see I, 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 this, the situation is like everything else. Uh, in the NFL when it comes to discipline, it's up to Roger Goodell. And Roger Goodell has been either heavy-handed on one side or, like, missed the boat on the other side. So it's like, you know, uh, um, he's all over the place. He's all over the map. I think that's one of the reasons why I strongly believe that they need to take that, you know, that power from, from him. You know, I think they need to have some more like a board or something like that 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 sits down and discusses, you know, the punishment or not of players instead of just one man making a decision uh, like that. I think you do need a GM. You need you do need Goodell. You need a guy like Goodell, of course. But when it comes to that, the disciplinary actions of the NFL against their players, against their coaches and owners, I think they need they needs to be more of a, a consensus between a bunch of people than just one guy. Because it, it, you could tell that it, it's too extreme to one side and extreme to the other, where he sometimes whiffs, you know, when everybody knows a guy is supposed to get like eight games and he gets like two, you know, or he, he or he, a guy is supposed to get, you know, uh, nothing and uh, or a guy, you know, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just... It's just uh, too much of a, a, a difference in punishment the way they deal with that stuff. I think, uh, I think, but I think Elliot uh, needed needs uh, this chance because I think the next time he gets caught up in this stuff, he's going to be gone for at least a season. Because yeah. if you because because um, you it's like a cycle, man. He keeps doing the same thing over and over and over. And I think sitting down and giving him a good talking to. Uh, warning, you know, if he ever gets himself in that, that's it for him, you know. So, true, that's my view. Uh, yeah, uh, my my view is plain and simple. Uh, 
if if our if our Robbie Anderson, which had the, the long the long incident where where he had many counts against him, um, he he ever since ever since then we haven't really heard nothing about him. Um, we heard good things about him. We haven't heard nothing bad. Uh, these guys are young, and you know, then they have to make better judgment if they do something wrong. But for Zeke, it's a different situation because Zeke got suspended eight games before. Yep. So, so I I agree. He get a whole season if if you know for the next time. If Roger Goodell probably said, "Listen, I'm you know I'm I'm giving you this chance to make to make your money because you you've been putting in your hard work, but at the same time, I can't you know I can't let you slide the next time. So, so what you gonna do? You know, and nobody don't still don't know what's gonna happen with Hill. And I think Hill's situation is is way more you know way more uh complex and. And way more difficult than than Zeke. Than Zeke's definitely. So so I yeah, think Bob Goodell wanted to get right. Well, I think uh, yeah. I think Goodell wanted to get Zeke out the way so he could figure out what to do with Hill. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, with Elliot, there was no real, uh, you know, there was nothing, right? I mean, he wasn't he wasn't charged with anything. No, it was just a physical uh, altercation. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So and he was let go or whatever. So nothing was going on. So I figured maybe in the back of. Uh, Goodell's mind is like, listen, if I'm going to suspend this guy for a year, it better be something. for something that he's yep. yeah. right for something, not just for doing something stupid. This has to be something more serious. Hill, on the other hand, <laughs> if he doesn't get some kind of suspension, you know something's up. With, Goodell's got to go. If he I think, I think, I think, I think. Uh, I, I've heard people say that before, and I don't know where. I mean, I know that there's, there's things coming out that the Chiefs doesn't that the Chiefs aren't. The Chiefs are not gonna suspend him. I don't think the NFL is gonna miss an opportunity to suspend that guy. Uh, um, coming out, coming out from college, um, everybody knew what he, what the, um, the all the controversy uh, over the over um, the Chiefs drafting him. Uh, so, so I don't think um, with a kind of, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, if you if you basically kind of continuing, you know, uh, something that people always thought about you. You know, you kind of, you know, because the, the, the truth of the matter is um, it's about uh, uh, if you make the shield look bad. Right. If you if you kind of stain the, the name of the NFL and basically that, this is what uh, Tyreek Hill did. Um, I don't know the I don't know the specifics. Uh, there's all kinds of news going out there. Some of it wrong. Some of it true. Nobody really knows because the, the ending of the investigation was never reported out so everybody knows exactly what happened uh so but once you behave in a way that puts the nfl in a bad place um i think you i think you know uh i think you need to go stand as, as stand in front of uh godell and answer for that you know whatever amount of uh time you get you you need you need to get something correct and you know well, they got to get that out the, <clears throat> and they have to get that out the way because you know what's more important is this uh this uh basically Goodell and these NFL PA meetings that they need to have because they have to have a new contract done very soon or we could see a 2020 lockout which I don't see happening because a lot of money will be lost. So they oh, have yeah. to get that out the way so they can get so they can get into the meetings and, and get this contract done. Agreed. Well, and and with Hill. With Hill, here's a little backstory on that. Well, we know we, we heard the audio, so he definitely um, threatened um, some kind of, you know, violence or whatever to this person, to this woman, 
that not his wife, right? That's just his I girlfriend. Think it's his girlfriend. Mother of yeah. his son, right? Yeah. Like that. Okay. So, in the uh, rule book, I'm just reading up on this. Um, you can get uh, in trouble for actual or threatened physical uh, violence. Yeah. And Jimmy Smith last year got a four-game suspension for threats uh, against the mother. There you go. Child. Yeah. So. There you go. So at least four games. I'm I'm guessing he should get at least that because he basically threatened her. I think he said. Did he say he was going to kill her? No, he said. He said. He actually said. Like she told him. The gist of it was she told him that his kid is afraid of him, and he said back like, "Uh, "You had to be afraid of me too." Be worth, you know, Uh, something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So there you go. So that's. So I could definitely see him getting. The four games, you know? even though the and even though the Chiefs won't find them, uh, don't don't. I, I think it's still some kind of thing that's you know. This is why they they ended up getting a wide receiver in the draft. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> they knew he was going to be missing something, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. <laughs> so they pay. They pay. So, you know, I think I think at the end of the day, these young like 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 we always say, these young guys got to do better with their judgment, especially when they want them mm-hmm. all a good a good contract. You know. To be able to buy the oh, moms yeah. the house, mm-hmm. you know, you know, take mm-hmm. care of family and take care of himself, and that's the and that's the logic for these NFL players to come in here is to take care of the family, and you know, other than taking care of themselves. So I think they just need to do better, better judgment. And you know, and you know what, you brought up a good point about the about the new contract coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with the union, they they want to start working on that because they don't want any problems heading into that. They don't want any work stoppage. They don't want any of that stuff. So lot, they want to yeah. get. A lot yeah. of money be lost. <laughs> yeah, on both sides. So neither side wants that. So they want to get these things out of the way and then start talking about maybe maybe they're going to put new language in there. Maybe they're going to make worse, uh, tougher uh, suspensions right away instead of a four-game suspension. Correct. Maybe they're going to say eight games, right? You know, your first thing, eight games. <laughs> I would make it a year, but, you know, uh, but they're not. You know, the, the, I mean, the players, you know, you see most of these NFL players now, they, they now you see more – uh, substance substance abuse <laughs> suspensions, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and they really not playing with that. So, so I think they might touch such base on that too. Um, but the meetings, I know the starting of their meetings is July seventeenth to the nineteenth. Um, so they're gonna be having a three day, I think a three day weekend meeting about it. So let's let's hope, let's hope, let's hope they get it get it done because because it's not to. just yeah, it's not just us us fans Marrow? not be able to watch it. It's gonna be them losing a lot of money and they can't yeah. afford it and you know what and marijuana use is going to come up big time correct too because that's what a lot of these guys are getting called for and you know uh, there's states that it's legal to smoke now in in, in some states correct. so it's i don't know they, that's one thing they got to straighten out this is I the mean, trust me i'm not a smoker I, but they, they for me like listen i'm i'm i grew up around marijuana all my like growing up in the caribbean I I I'm not against marijuana in any way. Uh, my whatever my views are, is, uh, um, I think I think when a job tells you that you need you, that you should not smoke this, and if we find that you smoke it, that we're gonna punish you. I think all you need, all you and and the saddest thing about the whole thing is they basically tell them we're gonna start testing at this date, so you could mm-hmm. smoke all the weed you want until a certain period before this date, so that your blood. Your pee will be clean by that time. And these dudes still 
Right, they still, still do it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not that you sh- you can't not, because they basically give you a time period where you could get yourself ready for the test, because the test comes, I think, sometime in, Ju- sometime in July, July something, I can't remember what the date, what the date is. So the fact that they fail in it is, to me, you should get punished, because it's just pure stupidity, you know? So, right. you know, I mean, whatever the, the states want to do is one thing, whatever... But the NFL believe in, you know, not smoking weed. And that's how you get your paycheck. Dude, stop smoking weed. I mean, that's it. Yeah, the off. <laughs> Sounds easy, right? So, <laughs> uh, you want to make uh, $5 million this year? Stop. stop I mean, they got, yeah, they got the off season. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, just exactly. saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could smoke in the off season. You just have to wait. Like, I don't know what how long it takes for weed to get out of your system. But if you wait until the whatever time... Until because I think it's July fifteenth. I the date sounds familiar to me, but there's a there's a time where you get you get tested, and if you stop just a month before or something like that, yeah. by the time you get ready for the test, your blood will be clean, your pee will be clean, and these guys still get caught. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. They, they just want to live that party life, and then they really, <laughs> then they want to know why they got suspended and lost all them damn thousands of dollars. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> right. It's crazy. It's just pure yes, it is. <laughs> That's all that yep. is. Only in the NFL. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pot is not a, a, a way to feel better. You know, like, here, I'm not going to smoke pot rather than make five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars. Yeah. So mm. I'd rather not smoke pot, make the money, and then you know what? When I'm ready to retire. I can smoke all the pot I, I want. Smoke- all right. That's it, man. <laughs> this is yeah, the thing, yeah. and this is the sad thing too. What's the it. what's the average? What's the it. average? Um, the, I think the average NFL career is like three point five years, something like that. Right. So yeah. all you need to do is stop smoking for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're lucky, you have a five year, or right? 10 year. That's great. Still, you're going to be thirty five, right. forty years old, and you're going to be able to smoke for the rest of your life. Wow, and, and make millions and make millions of dollars. Like, all right. Yes. Wow, that's why am I? Why is this a hey. problem? I don't. Hey, like I said, it's not <laughs> only an NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Only an NFL, but uh, let's. So we ain't had much news for the NFL news other than that. Um, we all get into the Jets news. Uh, we we talked about this the other day, so so we gonna touch base on it because it's real interesting. Um, six players from the, from Mac is 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 kind of on the bubble a little bit. Um. Jeremy Clark, Davis Webb, uh, Nathan Shepard. Uh, I, I gotta remember other guys' names. Uh, it's about six of them that's on the bubble. Uh, for training camp and preseason, is that the right? Is that the right thing? Is that the is that the right thing? Is to put them on the bubble? I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Man. Um, I think I think uh, I think they're on the bubble because they haven't proven that they could uh, be starters or. They haven't played up to a level of a backup. I think in Nathan Shepard's uh, uh, case, I think you know he could make a case to be a backup. Uh, at in times last year, um, watching some of the film, uh, if you if if uh, if our uh, Jets Jet fans out here, if um, you know, we always promote Joe Joe Blewett on Twitter, uh, Toj Film Room. He he always he he does this great Jet player breakdowns. Uh, um, and he's been doing um, um, 
Anderson's breakdown. Um, and in those plays, you could see Nathan Shepard playing really well. He in some there was certain um, spots that he looks really good. You know, uh, walking back a lot of guards, sometimes even taking on double teams, pretty good. Um, um, I think I think if he could improve, um, he could actually help. Uh, uh, the Jets. So I so there's a possibility with him. I think Webb is the guy. You probably would say that's definitely in the bubble because basically, uh, uh, Davin. I think it's uh, um, Falk was the QB that uh, that came with uh, yeah with Adam Gase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think I think the way Adam Gase runs his offense, I think he probably would need a little bit more of an athletic type QB than a pocket passer. So. Probably, um, probably Falk would fit that more than uh, Webb would, um, you know. So, so I think um, uh, in uh, Shepard's uh, uh, Farcasi is another one too that I that I just haven't seen enough tape of, so I don't know uh, what what he would be. I mean, that line is loaded, man. This defensive line is loaded. Um, if you if you are you know not up to par, I think definitely would end up on the bubble. Um, who else would it be um, that I'm thinking of? Um, I think I, I think that's it. I think I I, um, I mean um, there's another guy too. Um, corner. Um, slot Jeremy corner. Jeremy Clark. Uh, um, oh, per- yeah. Parent. Yeah. Parent. Yeah. To me, there was times that he he the kind of player he is fits kind of what Greg Williams like to do because he's ultra aggressive. Um. um uh, was a ball hawk. I think he was kind of lost uh, in the NFL last year. He, I mean, there's things about uh, about this game is very complicated. Uh, learning the pro game is a different on a different level. And coming from where he was coming from, I think he kind of just faltered because it's just a different level of football. Uh, but his physicality showed he, he's a great tackler. Uh, um, it's just that he can't uh, the diagnosing of plays. Uh, um, getting his eyes right, being able to understand his keys and stuff like that. Things that are important as as a corner, I think he didn't get down. And if he could get that down with his speed and physicality, he might be able to fit. So we will see. And and they they play a lot more man under Williams too, right? I mean, I mean, um, he blitzes. So yes, you'd say. I think I think uh, a lot of what I saw on film was a uh, uh, cover one. Uh, definitely, basically, you play cover one. You're playing man on the outside, one one deep safety. Uh, you know, so that yeah. you know, so you do stuff like that because you're playing. You you're gonna blitz. You definitely need to check your wide receivers at the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, he plays a lot of men. The biggest key with the with the corners, I think, you know, is, is obviously is, uh, I think Tremaine yes. Johnson. I think if he can establish himself as the number one corner, then it kind of trickles down. You know, and everybody else can kind of fall into place. So, and I'm, you know, we're hoping Nick, somebody can step up. I mean, because we have, you know, we made, uh, we commented about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, how many, how many corners we have in camp right now. I think it's like nine or ten. And uh, a lot, most of them don't have much um, experience in mm. the NFL. So, somebody's got to step up, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean. Somebody has to Yeah, I mean. More than one. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it goes without saying, man. Um, this is our issue. Uh, the, basically, the issue, the main issue. And, and, and we could fix, we could kind of patch up the offensive line and kind of go 
the way it is, you know, may, let's say Carpenter, um, Carpenter is gone, so we don't have to worry about him. Uh, uh, um, um, Osemele looks like he's a, no, not looks like, but I think Osemele is an upgrade. But um, but on for, for corners, man, I mean, you know, that's the to me that's the major issue because see what we saw from um, from uh, Johnson last year. I mean, oh my God, you know, if you're gonna pay a guy that much money and he's gonna play like that, it's not good. But I but I think the scheme fit is better for him now. I think I think even even though even the um, even the way they played last year, which was ridiculous, they played a lot of bail for some reason. Uh, if you're gonna blitz, you know you don't want your corners to be bailing. You know you you want them to be stuck to their wide receivers as as close as possible because the ball is gonna co- be coming out hot. So um, I don't know, man. Th- that's our issue. Yeah, um, I agree. I think uh, I think one thing I do want to say is that uh, maybe Elijah, Elijah is oh, on that is nice. on that bubble too. Yes, the reason sir. why I think he on that bubble is when they is when you know they signed Bilal Powell back right after his workout, coming out of a serious neck injury. That says a lot. That that says a lot about uh about Elijah. Um, and there's no disrespect, but also Cannon, also Cannon is on the bubble too because agreed because he. Because you know he looked looking at him on special teams in preseason, he he looked so he looked so iffy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm going to get I'm only letting him slide because he he was a rookie, but but he but you know as a as a punt returner or as a kick returner, you cannot you cannot you should be able to catch the ball. You can't be able to <laughs> drop the ball every time. I think it was one game. That's he your had first three. job. <laughs> yeah. Right. Catch the yeah, ball. <laughs> and and I remember I think it was, he dropped three of them. I think he literally dropped three of them. I think he was able to recover all of them right away. But still, that is horrible, and that's why the that's why the special teams is up for grabs. That's why we got so many guys: Bellamy, Henderson, and Holmes. You know, and and we got and, 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 and that, that kid we got from uh, Wake Forest. I where, where was it? Uh, middle school? Uh, well, Greg Dorch. Dorch, yeah. That's why we got like four or five people competing for that special team slot because Cannon is, you know, is, is unreliable. So them, so them two guys is definitely uh, on the bubble. Definitely on the bubble. That's Agreed. It. Agreed. So I mean, other than that, uh, if the if, if 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 possible, I, I see maybe one one person on the practice squad and maybe one person staying. Uh, if if Nathan, if Nathan Shepard does good, I, I can see him stay. But the but the practice squad, that's it's gonna be tough. I don't know. Uh, I only probably can see. I, it all depends. But um, if it's not Dave, if, if Davis Webb don't get on the practice squad, it's over for him. So, uh, like, do do you see do you see them carrying three guys on their roster, or do you see uh, quarterbacks, or do you see them carrying two quarterbacks? And then one on the practice one. Oh, that's a, that's think, that's I a good I, question. Yeah, that's a great question, man. That's a that's a question I have to look up uh, the possibilities of that happening. Um, because uh, last year they were carrying three, were anything or two? I think it was three. Uh, I think I think and, it was three because yeah. Davis Webb was the was the third string. Right, and he was out there. Yeah. mostly, right. He was. Mm-hmm. In, he was in yeah, the that's game, true. Right? You're right. They they carried three a lot last year. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I would think. So I would think no quarterback is going to be on the practice uh, squad. It's a possible. It's a possible. It's a big possibility. It all depends on how. Like I say, it's all dependent on how preseason and that last game of that preseason where nobody's really not watching, but 
the coaches and the coaches is paying real close attention, you know. Um, I think it's going to be all about that fourth, that fourth preseason game when uh, Luke Falk and uh, when Falk and, and Webb can battle it out. Because <laughs> if yeah. they both do, yeah, if they, they, right, if they both do good, if they both do good, then you just gonna have to make a choice between them two, and you could possibly put one in the practice squad. But yeah, you, you always need a QB on the practice squad. I mean, a lot of a lot of practice squad QBs, I think, uh, uh, they end up doing. Uh, when they're doing that, uh, when they're uh, playing an opponent, you know how they need a a, a set of yeah. guys to like play against them in practice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think um, I think uh, I, you know, I, I, you need a QB. I, I think you need a QB on practice squad, and and uh, I don't know what I still don't know what Web brings. Uh, uh, like Davin said, I think in the preseason we'll see what these guys could could do. So. You know. Yeah. Apparently, we'll be paying attention to the to the to the boring to to the boring games to y'all, but we'll be paying close <laughs> attention. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So that's about it. So uh, not too much jet news as well. So uh, basically, what we're gonna do is cover the rest of the uh, the AFC divisions. Um, and, and what we're gonna start with is the AFC West, which which is uh, very interesting. Uh, and we're gonna start off with um. The Oakland Raiders. Uh, so, so how, so how are y'all feeling about, about Oakland? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Mike Mayock's first draft. Uh, uh, Mike Mayock, uh, famous for being a NFL Network uh, superstar at, uh, you know, at their draft uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, draft shows, uh, all of a sudden becomes a GM. Um, listen. Um, I mean, Mayock has a specific way of looking at the draft. I, mean, I think if you watch, if you've been watching him for a while, uh, he has a specific way of looking looking at the draft, and that's exactly how he drafted these guys. I think he drafted a bunch of big time, big school guys. Uh, I think the 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 polarizing uh, pick was the first one they got, where they picked Cleveland Farrell. I think nobody thought Cleveland Farrell would be drafted that high. I thought. You know, I thought everybody th- um, thought probably Josh Allen would have gone there. Uh, um, Tom Farrell is a great play, is a good player. I think he was very productive and he was a you know he's long, very physical guy. But I don't know if he's like a guy that you would want to, you know, that has the bend to play outside, you know, like what Josh Allen would have given you. But I think, uh, mm. like I said, I think. Um, he, um, that's how Mayock looks at looks at the draft. You know, he look, you know, a bunch of big school guys. So is you know, so he he got the Cleveland Farrell. Then he got the best back in the in the draft. I think by a lot of people, Josh Jacobs. Uh, there's nothing I think Josh K- Jacobs can't do, man. He's a pretty good runner between the tackle. I think he's diverse. He's diverse enough that he could catch the ball from uh, outside the backfield, and he has a little wiggle to him too. So, and. Uh, they got a uh, the safety uh John Abram. They got you know pretty good kid. Uh, uh, one of the better safeties coming out, I think, in my opinion. Anyway, um, uh, Trayvon Marlin too as a corner. I don't know if he was like you know the best corner for, that they took. I think that they just liked him or they liked the scheme fit for him. So I I don't understand. I I don't know. You know what their deal was with him. Um, the the funniest thing in the draft was uh, I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, 
they drafted this kid named Max Max Crosby, and Mayock yeah. Mayock called him, and Mayock was like, "Oh, uh, in this thing, Mayock said, uh, kid, you need to find the 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 weight room." I was like, "Yo, that's messed up." <laughs> wow, <laughs> it was like it's like you telling the kid that he's not strong enough, like out, you know, out. And he's not that small. He's six five, two fifty five. Yeah, so he's pretty big. Yeah, he's big, but he, like he gets pushed around a lot in on his film, so. So I guess that's why he got shot, he got called out. Uh, <laughs> I, I would took that you know. disrespect, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but that was crazy. I think I think they I think the Raiders just did a lot of bunch of a, a bunch of newsworthy stuff, man. Like like getting Vontes perfect. That was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. What is this guy gonna do for you more other than cause you trouble or headaches? I, I don't I don't get right. that. Um, given given uh, um. Uh, Trent Brown, <laughs> all that money uh, to play tackle. Oh, Lord have mercy, man. Yeah. I mean, when when do when do people go, when when are people gonna understand that um, most players that play and in the play in the Patriots and play well for the Patriots doesn't mean that they're gonna do well when you get them. <laughs> mm, they just right. they just fit well, you know, where with the Patriots. You know, this dude is six eight, three hundred and eighty pounds. I mean, I I think I think he's probably the biggest offensive lineman in the NFL. It sounds like it. It's ridiculous, you know. Um, um, I know a lot of people think playing offensive line and defensive line has a lot to do with just size. Uh, you have to understand the kind of NFL we're playing against now. Um, uh, there's a lot more speedy guys that are strong enough to take on a 380 pound guy, you know, because it's all about angles. It's all about leverage, you know. If he's 380, one, it doesn't matter. He's 6'8". If I could get under his pads and I'm about 3, 320, 315, you know, I could bench press him off me, you know. So, right. um, so he, so, you know, I mean, this, all this stuff is going to come in, into, I think, came on into question. I think they. And they also signed uh, Incognito. Yeah. Yeah. Again, another mm-hmm. newsworthy pick. I mean, come on, man. Like, why would you pick that guy up? Like, he hasn't played. Great football in the league for how long now? And mm-hmm. plus, he has he seemed like he started, he had mental or emotional issues. Yeah, I, I just I don't I you know I just don't understand uh, them doing that. Um, I like they signed Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, well, I understand Crowell even if he's an injury prone guy. Unfortunately, he he gives you diversity. You know, he's a great um, 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 between the tackles runner, like we, as we Jets, Jet fans know, and he could catch the ball from, uh, from the backfield. So, you know, he's good. You know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. But a lot of the signings were just newsworthy guys, not really guys that you would think that they needed based, you know, or, or could fit or do well for them. You know, so I, I'm, 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 their offseason was kind of not my thing. So what what grade yeah. would you give them for their off season? I mean, yeah. I will I will say this. Um, I think I think uh, I think uh, I like their corners. I like their their safeties, even they're even if they're smaller. Uh, I like them. Um, I, they kind of they have a pretty good um, Arden Key, good pass rusher. You know, um, I think uh, adding Brown from the Steelers. Uh, was a good thing for them helping Carr out, you know. I, I so I think they did okay. So I kind of give them like a B minus. 
Yeah. I, I, you know what? They should be better, obviously, than last yes. year because they were a mess last year. I mean, I, I still don't think because it's such a tough division that they're in. Um, I just don't see them getting further than where they are. I mean, are they going to get better than than less? Maybe they could be better than Denver this year. I don't even think they'll be better than Denver. I mean, you got to remember, you got Kansas City, you got yep. the Chargers, Denver, and themselves. Yep. So we were about we were about to know, we were about to talk about these guys after. <laughs> yeah, and right, and this is this is a tough tough yep. division. So, I mean, obviously, uh, it's going to be an uphill battle, but they're in there. They're remolding their team little by little, and uh, it's probably going to take another year or so. So, um, but like you said, I think B minus is good because they did bring in some good players, and then they brought in some questionable players yes. as well. So, and the draft as well. It was, Same thing. It was good yep. and bad. Good and bad. So, Farrell probably good player, but was he the fourth overall best <laughs> player? Uh, I don't think so. But you know, we'll see. Obviously, Mayak. Mayock knows a lot more than we do. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I think. I think. I think I'm gonna go a little low below and give him a C plus. Uh. The reason why I give him the C plus is when, when they came into free agency, we thought it was all about rebuilding. And then Very when true. they, and then when, and then when, when Bruton makes this, well, I give him credit for for the uh, Antonio Brown trade. To get a one to get the one a wide receiver, right? Um, for for some change, what, yeah, yeah, nice. for, for some change, I'm gonna call it some change, which which I give credit to. <laughs> and I like and I right. like the Terrell Williams signing, um, because they needed another wide receiver, but at the same time, um, when they caused so much confusion with all these first round draft picks and second round. Like it, it don't it doesn't make a, a drop of sense. It didn't make a drop of sense. I thought they could have did better. Um, in that fourth in that fourth pick, uh, I think we all agree agree with that because we all were scratching our heads with that. Um, I think I think it's just I think it just caused a lot of confusion because then you want to go aggressively heavy on on a on a guard on a, a guard <laughs> or or a tackle whatever whoever uh, whoever Trent Brown was. Um. You want to go hard on 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 somebody that's not going to give you a whole four or five years, whatever how much he signed for, and and just because he did it with Tom Brady, he's not going to do it for Derek Carr, you know. So so I have to give him a C. I, I give him a C plus. I can't give him. I cannot give him a B just because they cause so much confusion. <laughs> I was I being nice. I was being nice because like I like I said, I think I think they went for guys that are more. You know, you're like watching their potential than their traits. You know, basically, basically, I, I've learned that it's, it's two things. You know, it's guys have basically have things that stand out about them that make them uh, better NFL players. You know, like I think Josh Allen. If you watch, you know, we spoke about Josh Allen multiple times because we thought it was he was going to be uh, one uh, one of the options for the Jets. And Josh Allen, you know, traits wise, speed. Coverage ability, bend, stuff like that that you know that as an outside linebacker is something that you need. He has those. Cleland Farrell has been very productive, but Cleland Farrell also played a, played on a team in Clemson that had some ridiculous talent. You know, we talked about Christian Wilkins. You know, um, um, Christian Wilkins was damn near unblockable. 
sometimes on that on that on that Clemson line. That Clemson line was talented as hell. So, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that the kid is a bad player at all. I see. I still think he was a first round player, but I don't think value wise he was a uh, he was he was good for the the number where they picked him. Correct. I, I agree yeah. to that. Um. So let's. So we're gonna move on to the second team, and, and that's the Denver Broncos. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start off, uh, Chris. How how you feeling about the Broncos? Uh, I don't know. I'm not not feeling too good because their biggest move was uh, trading for uh, Flacco. <laughs> yeah, for Flacco. So, but they also drafted Drew Locke, who you know who's got some promise, and that's for for the cornerback position. That looks pretty good. Um, the rest of the team, you know, their defense is solid. You know, we we, did, we definitely like their defense. Um, I think it's it's going to come down to Flacco. You know, I mean, uh, can he can he revert back to what he was about three four years ago? You know, or even further back when he when he won the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. That's that's going to be the biggest one. You know, they did draft Noah Fant, big time tight end, so that's going to help him out because he does like throwing to his tight end as yeah. well. Mm. So definitely see big things there. Uh, second round, they got Reisner. Risner. Yep. Yep. Um, Charmin would know more about the the guys that, that were drafted. Um, but um, you know, I, I think they're going to be they're probably going to be third best in the division if you look at them in that way. You know, um, they're definitely you know like we were just talking about the Raiders. The Raiders are probably the worst team in the division. These guys are. A little bit better because I don't think they're as good as the Chiefs and the Chargers. Chiefs and the Chargers are one and two in that division for sure. Yeah, um, Chiefs and Chargers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I think I think I think you're right that the Broncos are the third. But I think they did they did do well in this draft. I think if you if you go through the whole thing, the way not only in free agency what they did, but also in the in the draft, I think they really hit the nail on the head for needs what they needed. Uh, in free agency, getting Jawan James, uh, um, paying him 13 mil a year to to solidify their tackle spot, um, their right tackle spot, and uh, and getting Reisner in, in that was a highly rated uh, uh, guy coming out. Um, I think the fact that they did that that was pretty good. Um, they knew they were losing their corners, so they, you know, getting Kareem Jackson in house, getting Bryce Callahan in house from the Bears to play slot. You know, I think that all helped, you know, that helped, you know, to kind of solidify their corner spot because they only had, uh, they only had uh, Chris Harris, Chris Harris Harris in-house. So, you know, I like that, you know, plus these guys, they just kept, they just keep adding pass rushes and defense and front, their front seven, solidifying their front seven, man, getting in uh, um, Draymond Jones. uh, uh, That was really productive in Ohio State when Bosa was uh, injured. Uh, um, you could see he has the talent for it. So you add him to Von Miller and uh, and 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 Chubb and Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Man, it is. I mean, they're still gonna mm-hmm. cause an issue. I think. I think they did a lot of good things in both in free agency and the draft that helped. Uh, you know, kind of clean out a lot of the bad, uh, bad things. So a lot of uh, get a lot of need done. You know, um, for their for their roster. So. To me, a lot of it depends, obviously. Yes, on most definitely. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, if he if he's to what he, you know, if he plays 
the, the way he's been the last few years. You know, this is probably a, at best a probably a seven and nine team. You know, six and ten, especially in that division. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think they're and and I think we need to and we can't speak about the Broncos and not talk about their running game. I think their running game did really well last year. I like that kid. They're running back. Uh, um, I think. I think. Fellow so, Yeah. Uh, um, solidifying the line was a big thing for them. I think that was really good. Um, so I think I think their running game is going to still be stout. Uh, of course, their pass rushing is still going to be stout. So, like you said, which is really true, man. Definitely, it's on the shoulders of uh, Joe Flacco uh, and what he does. I mean, game and letting him pass off a of play action. You know, probably is probably the best way to go. You know, probably not probably, but that's the best way to go. He's not really one of those guys who want to be sitting back, uh, a diagnosing offense on uh, defenses. You know. So what's so what's the grade for both of y'all for the Broncos? I would give them a B plus on what they did. I just I just think you know they, they did improve, but I don't think they improved enough to get over that hump of the first or second. Place in that I agreed. So I, I would give them. Yeah, points. I agree, man. Uh, uh, for me, it's just a solid B. Uh, uh, but you know what? I'll I'll go with you, Chris, and give us a, a B plus. I'll change my mind. I'll be I'll give because I think I think um um along the lines of what I'm saying that I think John Elway for the first time looked like he knew what he was doing draft in in the draft this year and in free agency. So I I'll give a B plus. Yeah, um, I think I think with free agency they didn't do much, but they but they got the guys that they needed, um, and you know the first round the first round pick Noah Fine, yeah, out of uh, Iowa, um, you know we know he's not a great blocker, but he's he's definitely speedy and quick yep. for a tight end. Yep. So uh, I thought that was a great a great pick because I think that that will help out Flacco uh, Flacco's game uh, passing game a little bit. Um, even though they have Emmanuel Sanders, which is very, very fast. Um, and and I also like their fifth round pick, Justin Hollins from Oregon. Yes, yes, good, good pass rusher. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, good. so um, I think that was a steal for them. Um, I would give them, I would definitely give them a solid B. But I think they, even though they didn't make much moves, uh, Locko was still in question. So it was good that they got Drew Locke. Yes. But, um, yes. So I, I think, I think I'll give them a solid B. But it was better than Oakland. They didn't make too much moves, but it was better than than Oakland. And they know, and they got their needs, you know. And exactly. they didn't get, then they didn't go all crazy, you know. And I feel and, like that's what the draft is about: is getting what you need, get your needed positions, not, not just because it's news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was to me. Exactly. To me, that was so profound what you just said, man, Davin. Because I, I think that I mean, when you try to line up. Uh, what what the Raiders did with twelve picks, and what the Broncos did with what it was eight, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I I mean, you could just see that uh, somebody doing le- more with less, and somebody doing like doing you know way less with more. You understand me? So I definitely would give them give uh give the Broncos a better uh, a better um a better uh, score than I would give the give the um give the um the Raiders. So yeah. I say a, a B plus would be would be my would be my grade. Yeah. Agree to it. So so we're gonna move along with the uh, the San Diego Chargers. I meant the yeah San Diego or oh no sorry Los Angeles, <laughs> Angeles Chargers. I keep thinking yeah. them back back in the nineties, early two thousands whatever. You're not you're but not the, the same you're yeah, not you're not the, the only Los one Angeles, buddy. 
Oh, yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers. So, uh, how are we feeling about the Los Angeles Chargers? Woo! <laughs> one of my favorite drafts, man. Uh, one of my favorite drafts. Uh, wow. I mean, uh, Jerry, Jerry Tillery, man. Uh, absolute beast. Uh, really smart player and a need. They really needed uh, a defensive tackle player that of that caliber. Uh, the guy they have there, Brandon Meebane, is is getting uh, on his last legs. He's the older player. Um, um, he still plays okay, but you know, um, but they really needed that. And then they hit the ball out of the park again, uh, choosing uh, Nazir Adderley, man, another safety. I I really like coming out. Uh, I remember listening to an interview of him, and this dude was on fire from the time he started talking. To the end of the interview, it's like you could feel, you know, him right through the 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 the, the podcast. It was ridiculous, um, um, and he played that way on the field too. So, you know, kind of a kind of a, a free safety with like ridiculous range, and you put you pair him with Dwayne James. Man, I mean, I mean, we know we know in in you know in our humble opinion as Jets fans. Uh, uh, Adams is the best safety in the league, but I don't think Dorian James is too far behind him. Um, uh, they they definitely did did a lot with not a lot of picks for me. Uh, you know, they picked Easton's Easton's Stick. Uh, I All mean, right. Easton's Stick is 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 an athletic QB. You know, he runs around. You know, um, he's he's more of a so I I, I mean. I don't know how much of, how much use he will play, in a, how much use he has in that uh, in that system per se. Uh, I think they just like uh, what he could bring to the team. Um, but um, I think uh, Cortez Broughton, pastor specialist, you know, is another guy that I think they hit the hit the nail on the head. I, I really liked, you know, um, reading up on on him and how a lot of uh, draft experts thought of, of him I think I think he he kind of fits the mold of what they're looking for uh and they got uh Thomas Davis from the um from the Carolina Panthers remember three-time yeah. pro bowler mm-hmm. you know I think I know he's an older player and and stuff like that but you know when you have when you have issues at linebacker bring a veteran in to kind of show the way I think that's I think um I think that's very necessary uh yeah. I really I really like I really like what the Chargers did yeah, me too. I loved what they did. And to add to the already stacked roster that they already had, you know, this is a good yep. team. And this is a team that going into the playoff game last year, you know, a lot of people thought that the Chargers were going to beat the uh, Patriots in that playoff game. And then the playoff, and then the Patriots obviously, you know, blew them out of the water, <laughs> but <laughs> at least to start the game. And um, so it's, I, I, you know what, they, I think they, to be honest, I think they got a better team top to bottom than the Chiefs do. That's that's just my opinion. I don't think you're that um, far off, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I just think they got the better team. I just don't know, you know, I, the Chiefs are just gonna they're just gonna score a bunch of points like they did last year, and they're gonna continue to do it. And they don't have the great defense. I think the Chargers got a much better yes. defense than the Chiefs. Mm. Definitely. So. Let's see how that let's see how that pan plays out in the playoffs. If they both make it, that's the other thing, you know. No, uh, I, I could definitely see a wild card coming out of this division. Yeah, oh yeah, agreed. Oh yeah, I think I like the Chargers in the uh, in the playoffs again. Um, 
I mean, what I like is they uh is they uh, round three pick uh Trey Pippins um Pickens. Yes. <clears throat> you know, they mm-hmm. they beefed up the offensive linemen, six six, three hundred ten pounds. <laughs> you know, they they figure out a way, you know, mm-hmm. they figure out ways to to get better. Um, you know, the Thomas Davis pick uh draft uh sign was was great. Um, I think I think they didn't need they did they needed a little bit, but they didn't need much. Um, and they and right. they ended up getting the backup quarterback, uh, Terod Taylor. Not the best one, but just in case of Philip Rivers get hurt for like a few plays or whatever, and he could maybe you know Terod Taylor could do something for those few plays. So, um, I, th- no, that's, I, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. Rivers is thirty-seven, right? Thirty-eight yeah. years old. Yeah. So. You definitely need a good veteran behind him. Just in I, think, I think that's why I think Makes that's sense. why they drafted uh you know drafted uh the guy Easton Stick, um just just you know because they know that Philip Rivers is at his end of the road, but but Philip Rivers is always playing on top of his game, so we don't know when he's gonna be, you know call the quits, but um I think that's why they did that draft choice too at uh, round four, um so I I think it was solid. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like you know, much needed from them. They just they just needed to the boost a little bit up, I guess, to try to you know, I don't think they still better than K C and I think we all agree mm-hmm. to that, but I think they, they second best at, at that division. Yeah, man. Um yeah, I just I, I can't put my finger on it why they keep falling short. I think that team overall, like Chris said, I think overall is better than KC, man. I just think KC is a master offensive lineman. Uh, they're 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 in God mode basically on offense. So <laughs> do, they, do they move into their new uh, stadium this year, or is it who's that? The, the Chargers? I the think Chargers. it's next yeah, year. Yeah. I don't think they're moving in this year. Not this yeah, year. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. yeah, but 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 Mike. That, that hurts. Them. Yeah, I know that it's really does. Yeah. Happening. But my, don't have a home field. yeah, um, my grade is an A. I'm sorry, man. I just like that draft. I, uh, th- those players, uh, uh, just those players, uh, was, was were definitely my favorite. Two of my favorites, basically, one, you know, they, and for a team that, like Chris said, that was so good already to add two players that are potentially gonna be great players, you know, that that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is definitely a team to watch out for this year again. Yeah, I'll give them. Yeah, I'll give them a solid A minus. Um, not you know, it, I think, I think, I think, you know, just like, just like we say, they they didn't need much, but they still find ways of improving. And I think this is why we, this is why we need to get to Kansas City because I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start it off with them because <laughs> it, it, it's it's no way that you get rid of these guys and then bring up younger and and guys that can still do the same but at potentially a better a better level and and have a good draft it's no way casey should have have done that hmm. but they still find fine ways you know you get rid of d4 but you get frank clark <laughs> like like mm-hmm. and, and you potentially sign him as well so I didn't. I like. I'm just sitting here, and then you get uh, the honey badger. Yeah. You, you get the honey badger. Yep. You you get all of these, and they made the trade for uh the guy from the Browns, Emmanuel Akbar. Hmm. For, mm-hmm. for so for some for some for some apparent reason, Kansas City is just been doing nothing but getting better. You know, you got you got your you got your franchise quarterback Mahomes. Then you get the the guy from Georgia, McCole Hartman from Georgia. Yep. Yep. Just in case if Hill is if Hill gets suspended or he gets cut, 
but we don't know that. But they still find finding ways of getting better. Um, I, I, in my, in my opinion, I'm going to give KC a a plus. This is this is ridiculous. There's no way KC should should have should be doing this. The only way how they could fail right now is if the Patriots, which which we know, mess mess them up. That's the only way how they can mess up. Yeah, I, go ahead, Chris. I'm going to say I'll give them a little bit lower only because they didn't fix their quarterback position. I know they picked up Matthew, but he's, you know, he's obviously free safety, but uh, their corners are still very weak. I mean, they're not as, unfortunately, not as weak as ours, <laughs> but they're definitely thin at cornerback. So that's going to, that comes into play in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know what, they did fill in holes everywhere else, you know, and they still got Mahomes, who's, you know, coming in as probably the uh, favorite to win the MVP. So, um, actually, is- actually, Chris, they picked up the cornerback from the Packers, uh, Bashar Bashar Billing. Yep. Oh, okay. So yep. they they signed him for uh, one year for five for five million. So that's right. why I'm saying it's just something. It's just something about them. Like, well, like, well run they- organization, bro. <laughs> well run organization. Yeah, no. Basically, yeah. that's what it is. You know, they they they. Um, I think I think looking over the draft in the in, you could just tell the teams. Or the organizations that are run really well at, in the front office, you could tell that they go in with a plan, and they know what they what they're looking for in the players, and they know what they need. So they, you know, they kind of just pinpoint everything they need, and then you see it's like a it's kind of the it's like a mechanical thing for them. They just go one two three four one two three four, you know. And the Chiefs is one of them, you know. I mean, like like you said, I mean, going in, I, I think Nicole Hardman is one of those players that I think people like just sleep on. And if a, a guy that runs a four three, you can't sleep on that guy, especially with his skills. Can't sleep on him, you know. And uh, I think I think Juan Thornhill is one of the better safeties coming out. So I, I you know, so they didn't miss on that. And you know they had issues on sa- in safety last year in the DB room last year. So you know, definitely. So um, I mean, that- I mean, I mean, uh, um, even getting Carlos Hyde to back up Damian Williams. You know, so they they just thought about everything, man. They thought about everything they do, man. Even even Kalen, Kalen Saunders, I think Kalen, as as a DT, I think is going to bring a lot of it was a was a big need, and and did a lot for them, you know. So I I like, you know, I like their draft, man. I like what they do, you know. It's just one of those organizations that just keep moving on, just keep keep doing doing, keep moving. But you know what, they are well run, and they're, they're definitely going to be one of the top teams in the league. But this is another team that every year they do come up short, yeah, true. right in the playoffs. True. See, but they so, came, but, and they, they, but they came up short. They came close last year. Yeah, they came. They came close last year. I mean, they almost they, they should have beat them. Right. That's, all, yep. that's why he's going for Frank Clark. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's gone. There you go. I'm lined up off sides, and I can't tell. Mm-hmm. I think I think one of the most basic things as a lineman, especially playing on the edge, is when you lined up, is to look up at the ball. So you know, yeah, you know where crazy. you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be anywhere further away, um, far in front of the ball. That means you're across right. the line of scrimmage. The fact that he wasn't paying attention—that was ridiculous. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely still—I'm right with you guys. I'll, I'll give them an A as well for their off season. But you know, we'll see how they. To me, they're they're a team that's, you know, going to be one of the top teams. And in the league. always fall. They should. Most likely, yeah, make the playoffs, but can they beat, you know, we hate to say it, but can they beat the Patriots in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, right? that's all that, the that's questions. That's, 
That's yeah. always the question. That's the only question for almost any team. Exactly. I think the Super Bowl would have been more exciting if K- if Kansas City would have played the Rams instead of oh, the Rams. Oh, that, that would have been, been very games, exciting. Man. It would have been a... like that Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, game. I think I think it would have been a little right. bit more muted. I think that game was a was a. I think that game was an anomaly more than it was anything else. I think it was. I think in the Super Bowl it would be more muted. I think. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but I still think. Oh it's yeah, it score. would be. Like, it just uh, wouldn't be fifty. It wouldn't be fifty <laughs> points, but it would be. You know, Ooh, it, would, yeah. <laughs> it, it was fun. <laughs> it was yeah. crazy, but um, yeah. I think the only thing you could hold the Kansas City Chiefs against you, the only thing you could hold against, is the fact that they could not get uh their corners really done. Uh, I I, I mean I like their room, but you know, I mean high caliber team. I think you need more talent outside. Uh, than they have in, in um, on their team right now, so that's the only thing I could hold uh, hold against them. Other than that, man, they just you know just kept, kept free in free agency and the draft, just kept adding talent, you know. So uh, I'll give them like a A minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So so now that we got the AFC West out the way, let's go. Let's go to the South. Let's talk. Let's talk first about the Houston Texans. Hmm. That's where you want to go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you know, you know, I feel disgusted with them. Well, go ahead, go ahead and take run with it, run with it, brother. Start it up. Uh, I don't, I don't understand the Houston Texans, you know, Mm. like they, they remind me, I don't know what they were, they just remind me of, of like you're like you're basically going, going on the road and you feel like you're about to go on the straight path and then you just hit, hit, hit a bump. And then, and then, and you end up in that, a tree. And then you, you, then you end up, yeah. You, you make a like, you make a like, say you make a right signal, and then, but, but you, but you go all the way right, and then you hit that tree. Like I don't, I don't understand the Houston Texans. Horrible draft, horrible draft. Um, I don't think they signings did anything for me. Um, they, they needed, they needed, they needed help at the cornerback position, and. I'm I'm looking AJ McCarron backup quarterback. We don't really care about um, Darren <laughs> Fells. Like mm-hmm. they cornerbacks, they got uh, Breeden, Cal Calhoun, and Bradley Roby. Roby. Like I, I, I think they look, got. I think uh, Lonnie Johnson. They they drafted that. Uh, that I think he's. Yep. I think for their scheme, that that would fit their scheme. Uh, Devin. I think that's. I think they it, did well on could, that one. But at the but at the but at the same time, like some of the draft choices, you scratch your head and be like, "Who and and why?" The you one know? guy that the one guy is Titus Howard, and the the biggest thing about I think I think I I'm gonna speak for Davin there um to to make this to make his point understood. Titus Howard, when you when you run through the draft at the time, was nowhere near. The kind of the talented as the guys that were on the on the on the draft at the time, D Ford, um, Ford was still there, not D Ford, but uh, uh, Ford was still there. I forget what uh, his first name is. That I went to uh, Buffalo. Um, um, John Taylor was still there. Dalton Reisner was still there, and they drafted Titus Howard. I mean, Titus Howard might prove me wrong. I don't know, man. You know, but I, I, I like talent wise, I don't see he was talented more than anybody else, than any of these guys. And he's a guy that's coming from Alabama State. Yeah. There you go. That's another thing. Is that going to trans, is his 
you know, play going to transfer to the NFL from now on? Almost that's, no. Uh, that's going to be the big How about question. no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Max. Like you said, he might surprise uh, It'll take time. Uh, Let's say that. Yeah. And then right. and then you look like like Davin said. I mean, I love I like Max Max uh shopping. I think he has promise. I think at first I was really questioning him. I think I went back and I read like about seven different uh draft guys writing and the, there was like a something very um common in all the seven guys was the fact that he was his uh traits uh 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 very transferable to the NFL. So there's a so there's a possibility that shopping could turn into something more than Titus Howard, I think. Um, so I like I like I like I like him and you know uh, Charles Amenu. You know I think he is a good player. I think he could play. You could put him in with what to play inside with uh, let merciless and, uh, and 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 Clowney play on the outside. I mean, holy crap! You know, like they don't have they have a really good pass rush and they, you know that'd be good. But other than that. I don't know, man. Like, like, uh, like Davin said, uh, what the hell were they doing? <laughs> yeah, and that, that fullback from round seven. I know they're gonna use him as special teams, but I, I don't know. I just, I just had a lot. This is just a lot of questions with with let, very less answers. I think I'm, exactly. I think I'm gonna give him a, a, a C, a C minus. I, I, I kind of went close. <laughs> I almost went to a D plus, mm-hmm. but I kind of give him a C minus. And it's not to be harsh. It's just, it's just it when, when sense. you're. It's like when you're uh, when you when you're a playoff team and you have such great talent. Yes, they lacked in cornerbacks, but when you have so much great talents, don't you think you gotta make the the necessary need get the necessary needs to make that jump into going into the next level? It didn't make no sense to me at all, and I think they still I think they still got a potential to be that number six seed. But at the same time, I don't, I don't see, I don't see nothing out of them. I don't see no type of improvement. Yeah, and that's the, and then uh, the teams they gotta go up, go up against every week, you know, and and just in their area, look at how good the Colts are, you know, they 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 and 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 the team that we're gonna talk about soon, you know, Titans. I think I think it will surprise you guys, uh, you fans, you know, out there. <laughs> How good we, what, you know, what I think about it, I, you know, what my opinion is about the Titans. But I think, I think uh, I side with Davin on that. That's a very disappointing uh, draft for a team that had a lot of needs, and I think they really didn't scratch the surface on or really answering a lot of the questions that uh, they had. Yeah. Well, and, and they don't have their GM anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another so thing. Another crap to see minus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a yeah. Uh, well, maybe that's a plus by getting rid of him. Yeah, I it's don't a know. Plus by know. getting rid of him, well but, but why would you have Bill O'Brien do the GM plus the coaching for the whole? He's his brain about to be loaded. I don't understand. This is a and this is another team, right? That it, the last I would say five, six, seven years coming into the season, it's always like, watch out for the Texans. They're the team that's going to break out. This year. <sighs> that's the team to watch out for. And then look what they do. Like what they did last year. Good season, 11-5. and five. They won the division. And then they lose in the first round of the playoffs at home yeah. to the Colts. It don't, it don't surprise team, me. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. So the last, the last three to five right years there. has been the same same talk. So there's a I lot think, of blah, yeah. blah. I don't want to compare them. I don't want to compare them to another team like, say, the Bengals. Right, yeah, they're where not, they had the yeah, same coach for how long and no results. It's pretty this close. Is what's happening it's here? Pretty not, close, though. Yeah, I'm not putting down. I think Bill O'Brien's a great yeah. coach. Yeah, it's not working. Here. It's not working. Something yeah, and it's not working. Yeah, and I've said, I've, I've given my opinion on the whole Bill O'Brien thing. 
Um, I'm again, it's not that I'm against Bill O'Brien at all. Uh, I think I think some guys, I think certain situations don't mesh with the kind of coaches they are. I think this situation, you need a very strong GM voice in the front office because basically what's happening is kind of like, in my opinion anyway, it feels like Bill, Bill O'Brien's voice is kind of engulfing everything they do. And basically he he's the word, you know, and, and, and I, yeah. I think, I don't think that's a good, a good idea, man. I think you need, you need, you need that, 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 that other voice to, you know, come against you to fight sometimes there's stuff you're going to do that's not right and you need somebody else to call mm-hmm. you out man you can't have the almighty power you know so <laughs> you know so, so uh, i think that's the issue i think that's the issue with them man but don't forget what man i think jj watt uh, especially at the ending of the season was uh started becoming himself again i i saw a few breakdowns of film on him and yeah he's he's back to his all his old unblockable unblockable self so if he could stay injury free they're still gonna, you know, be a camera in the front. Day, but but, but also like, but yeah. out on Clowney too. I, I agree. I agree, man. I agree. That whole Clowney <laughs> thing. I, um, it's 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 a head scratcher, man. I mean, for <laughs> me, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. To tell you the truth, you know, it, um, yeah. because because you when you wait, you you say, oh yeah, the guy is, you know, he has, you know, is has he been injury? Has he been injured? You know, a few times and kind of, and you're like yeah. worried about it. Yeah, I agree. But when the when a guy is so productive, man, don't you just don't you just pay him? I mean, you 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 know this Ooh. is all you have. Even if even if their pass rush is so good, and I think they they ranked twenty eighth in yards allowed last year, meaning the pass that yeah, means that means you that makes no sense. That uh, make no sense at all. <laughs> no, that's why I gave them that C minus. They just seem so discombobulated. Like I said, they always laugh at at our Jets and what the Jets did and all of this. But then when the team like the Texans is is going is in a way worse situation than us, this is just no problems. You know, not get it. They they went to the playoffs, but it's still it don't it's don't make it don't make no um sense. It don't make no sense, you mm-hmm. know, the 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 to give them a pass for, for, for them being so discombobulated and horrible. Period. I, I, I agree. And I, I, I won't say C plus C minus, I'll say C Solid C for me. Woof. Yeah, if that. I'll stay with the C also because they did nothing in the offseason. Yeah, better. it was horrible. And, uh, it was horrible. Yeah, so so, so, so we're going to move on to the Tennessee Titans. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you start off, Sean, because you, you, you know, you love the Titans. So go, go right ahead. <laughs> I think, I think that, I think, I think, um, I'm going to come out on a limb and say this is the team in the next year or two that, uh, that a lot of people are going to be surprised. They're going to be, they're the dark, uh, a dark horse. Uh, but the only reason why they, they, it's a dark horse and not really, uh, a uh, 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 championship level team. Is the fact that you don't know what you're gonna get out of the quarterback. Um, um, this guy yeah. was supposed to be a way better player now than than he's, he's too up and down, man. Like it's night and day. It's one game you could see the kind of flashing of talent that we that everybody thought they would get when they drafted him, and then the and the next game he looks like uh, you know uh, you know one of those backup guys that the journeyman you know around the league. And, and that's kind of what's holding them back. But when you see the draft, I mean, Simmons, uh, 
is an I mean, if he didn't get injured, uh, was a first round pick. Basically, he probably would have went up, you know, kind of, you know, in the in the top. I say in the top fifteen if he didn't injure himself. I think he's that disruptive of a guy. Basically, AJ Brown caught a lot of balls in college. Very skilled player, man. You pair him with Corey Davis, who I think is kind of kind of rounding into a, a number one. Uh, wide receiver with uh, they remember they got that guy Humphreys from the um, from the Bucks. Correct. You know, that's a pretty yeah. good. That's a pretty good um 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 offense, man. That's a pretty good offense, man. When you talk about uh um and and their tight end uh, uh Delaney Walker, I mean, you put all these guys together, I mean, man, they sound like they sound they could cause like they cause cause problems, you know. And even Correct. even one of the the guards they got Nate Davis, I think Nate Davis is. I think he translates really well into the NFL. I think I definitely like what they have, especially the fact that I think Davis is is. A, I think uh, I think they got um, the guard from from the Rams too. Um, yes, they did. Roger Saffold. Um, Saffold, but uh, Saffold is a, is is pretty good as a guard. But I think the thing with Davis is that Davis is more athletic of a guy, and you, you know you could run a lot of those. You know you could run a lot more athletic type. Uh, schemes on the offensive line with with a guy like Nate David, uh, uh, Amani Hooker, um, great Love safety room man. Yeah, definitely man. Uh, you you add him to Bayard and Vicaro, hey, man. Mm-hmm. I mean these these guys. They, I mean, to me, I mean that this is a team that people don't talk about. Even the fact that they got they brought Cameron Waken. Even if Cameron Waken yes. give you mm-hmm. seven sacks, you know. Right. I solid. mean that's something you un- you understand me like yo I I really I really like what what the Titans did I think that's one of those teams that people are not talking about that is a scary team to face man I think the only question is the quarterback at this point yep yep oh yeah definitely because <laughs> yeah. they definitely got the team and they definitely made some moves I definitely I definitely gonna give them an A um for, for for great for great moves in free agency and and the draft they they got what they wanted and needed i think this i think i think with this season this is going to this Mariota going to have to play for his for play a hell of a career because if Mariota don't do nothing i i think i think what i think we're going to have to look out for um them trying to get a quarterback i agree whether, whether it's free agency Absolutely. or draft <laughs> i totally agree <laughs> Well, they, they did bring in Tannehill, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I forgot about that. But nope. but, yeah. but he's a less than average quarterback. <laughs> so I'm still going to say pick up another free agent, pick a free agent or get get a, a good young guy in the draft and let him and let him build him up. <laughs> if if you guys watch uh um because Adam Gase is our is our coach now and you yeah. watch any film of the Dolphins and you tell me if before you ever watched Tannehill play or watch his film, you would think that he's about an average quarterback. But when I watched him on film, holy crap, this dude is like, yo, the complexities of Gase's offense that creates space for players, you know, running. There was one play that he, they run a scissors concept, including a running back coming out of the backfield, running a corner route. That's ridiculous, man. When you think about the kind of complexities that's allowing players with space, and he would make one really good throw, and then he would make like ten questionable throws after that. You know, he he's definitely like like Davin said, like an, a a below average quarterback. You know, and and um and I don't think too much. You know, I don't think too much of him. You know, but but he's a backup to me. That's what he was made to be. I have never seen him. 
uh, um, act like he uh, or play like he was anything but a, a backup quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I even if he beat the Jets a million times, whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, but the play speaks for itself. You watch him on film. I mean, holy crap! But but going back to um, to the Titans, man, I just love what they did, and I definitely give them a solid A, most definitely. I I think Davin said it. The only thing that's going to hold this team back is yep. Mariota. You know, this is a good team, top to bottom. Um, can they take the next step? It's going to be up to Mariota because, again, this is a really, really tough division. You know, we just talked about Houston, but they did win 11 games last year, Houston, so they are still a decent team. And then you still got Indy in this division, Tennessee, and then you got Jacksonville yep. as well. Correct. So that's a – this is a tough division. Yeah. I, I just – I'd be, I'll be honest, I still see this team as, like, the third best team. in the, And they're a good team, but I still see them as the third best. But I think they still have potential to be, yeah, a, be a playoff they, I mean, team. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. kind of tough. <laughs> and, again, like you said, and that just kind of solidifies the point that what we're, what we're saying over and over again about, about the quarterback. I mean, it just matters so much. The fact that he's being so so up and down. I think they're, so, they're talented enough to challenge both those teams in their division. The, the problem is the mm-hmm. quarterback never plays up to his, you know, up to what Potential. he's supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you, you don't know what you're going to no. get out of that guy. We, exactly. We, mm. and, that, and that's the problem. Oof. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't be, you know, quote unquote franchise and then you can't like, you can't, you know, can't leave your troops, man. I mean, you need to, he needs to do, he needs to do something. Yeah. Um, so let's move along to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh man, um, I'm gonna start it <laughs> off with you, Chris. How, how you feeling about the Jaguars? Uh, you you gotta love what Jacksonville did yes, this sir. year, right? They finally they finally brought in a quarterback. <laughs> uh, they got Nick Foles. So, and who was that guy Foles again? Who was that quarterback? I can't remember his name. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> let's forget about. That oh guy. my oh. God. Uh, I mean, they they got a really good quarterback now. Um, that's that's going to be that was that's been their problem the last few years has been the quarterback position. So obviously bringing in Nick Foles, that's that's a win right there. Yeah. And they had a they had a pretty good uh, draft too. They they drafted Josh Allen. Yep. With the seventh yep. pick, adding adding to a ridiculously deep front seven. I mean, holy crap! You go through those names and you're like, oh lord, have mercy. Like going up, go, yeah. Then they got Juwan Taylor yeah, in the second that, round. That yeah, was another great. Pick. Yeah, <laughs> solidifying an offensive line that's ridiculous already too. You know, if AJ yeah. can play well, inside, I mean, come on, yeah. that team is loaded. The fact that they lost so many yeah. games yes last year is the is the is a head scratcher. I don't understand. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, this is this is gonna be one tough division. Yep. Man. Um, you know, we were talking about the West with two with at least two good teams. You know this this division has four good. T- they have four legit good teams in this division. They yeah. drafted. You know? Did you guys know they drafted uh, Quinn and Williams's brother, Quincy Williams? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As a linebacker, I they, it's kind of crazy, and, and nobody was talking about Quincy Williams. I basically didn't know about his name until I heard somebody say he did some, say, "Oh, did your brother get drafted too?" And I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> so um, so I went back and looked into it um. Looked into him. I mean, I mean, people really, really um, kind of threw the linebacker. Um, um, uh, people, um, I mean, the players coming out in the draft in this draft, uh, they they really, I think, a lot of them were because of how good the two Davins were. 
not our mm-hmm. Devin, but um, <laughs> you know, um, De- the two Devins were. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, uh, the two De- the two Devins were how they were like basically like out of their minds and um, um athletically. Uh, I think I think there's guys that people just forgot, but I don't know if Quinnen's brother was rated that high to be picked in the t- top 100. Uh, that I I don't I didn't see I didn't see why that was necessary, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, I I one of the picks I really liked was uh, getting a backup for Leonard Fournette in Raquel uh, Armstead. I think Armstead is uh is kind is kind is the same the same mold same same guy as as Fournette same kind of running style. So you know so you know uh, um, Fournette is gonna get injured at some point. hasn't hasn't not getting in, gotten injured so. You need a guy that kind of could come in and do the same they thing. Also so. signed, uh, they also signed Alfred Blue. Yes. Too, the, the yes. He's, a, he's a decent – he's a good backup. Yeah. With, with uh, what do you call it, Houston. He it was, was pretty, pretty solid. solid. Yeah, definitely. So, I yeah, yeah. They, listen, they, I think the Jaguars did – they did really well, both in, off, um, both in free agency and in uh, – they really needed that whole – I think just the QB. I, I don't even think you have to list all the other free agencies. I think the fact that yeah, you get that a QB, that, that, that's big. So – off of that and solidifying all the spots they did, I'm gonna give them a solid A. Definitely. Yeah. To, to get that and, and drafting Josh Allen and Juwan yeah. Taylor. That's, I thought that that's, was the, uh, that's those are two starters right there. Yeah. I Hell yeah. I, I would say. You know, <laughs> I'd be very surprised if they don't. Yep. Um I think I like the Jaguars, uh even though even though the guy hasn't played much, but uh, uh Chris Conley, I like I like him being in the number three slot for uh, Nick Foles. Um, and pick, I like yep. the and I like the uh the Cedric Abu Abuhi from uh <laughs> from Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, so mm-hmm. so like I said, it's always about the needs. It's not about the wants. And I think uh, Jacksonville knelt it in the coffin <laughs> with this one. So yeah, I think I'm gonna also give them a, um a um uh, not you know not not too shabby. They they got it still. Josh Allen was supposed to have been top three last time we checked. Yes, sir. Um, and 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 oh, yeah. so he was basically a still, uh, and and just like you, just like we said, the the second the second round pick, uh, <clears throat> the second round pick, Jawan Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Was, so I think I think, it's, I, I was, think it was a still. Yeah, his name his name came up multiple times in pre drafts. Um, we had conversations about him probably going in the first round. Uh, yeah. So so I think so I think they value wise, man, they really hit it out of the park with those picks. So I definitely would give them an A, definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit them with the A. Definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. And, and, uh, the last, the last team is the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Oh man, uh, I I don't know what to say about the Colts. I I don't I, I like I didn't understand. Like I'm gonna say I'm gonna start it off with Sam Darnold. Um, I don't I don't know what they I didn't know if they was trying to rebuild. Or what? But these 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 guys amaze me. Um, I I think one of was it one of the uh coast guys uh with the Jets now, if I recall, the, the assistant GM. Yeah, uh, Hogan. Rex Hogan. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I just think I just think they they did. I think they did a, a good job. Uh, Rock Yasin. Um, yeah, yeah, physical guy, definitely. I don't think I don't think he was better than some of the corners that was still oh, on the board when not. they took him. But they but they got but, it, you know, you get the best you get the best one. <laughs> the guy you the know? guy they think kinda of practically, but you know. Right. They, I think he fits their scheme. Probably that's the reason why they picked him. Other than that, I don't see why. I like the kid. I just think he was there was better corners on the board at the um, time when they took I him. I definitely like the Justin Houston pickup. 
I think, and I think that's, I think, oh, I yeah. think that was, I think that's one that that uh, basically uh, the coach, right, I think, needed. Um, even though it took the long, it took, I think that I think what happened with Houston was his market, and, and for him being thirty years old, I think yeah. that's why it went so long was because of that, you know. And they and this is it did like at first we was like, why is he not signed? And then you know, Jack fans was going crazy. Why is he not signed? <laughs> yeah, we should this get him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Why we didn't sign him yet? Da, 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 da. And you know, and then it happened, and then the Colts made the move. Colts still have a lot of money left. If yeah, they I do. Recall. Yeah, so, they're gonna so, roll it to next year. Yeah, let's still yeah. get more talent. So yep. um, they they ended up getting, and they also not also like uh, I also like the wide receiver Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, yeah, four three, Ohio State. four three flat in the combine, dude. So right. you think you think you're gonna be able to um, just double T Y Hilton now? Yeah, good luck with that. that yeah, no, nope. and, and also I like the linebacker from TCU, uh, Ben 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 Bangu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benagu is gonna um really really it's gonna be a really good uh, uh pickup for the Houston the Houston pickup is really gonna be good for Benagu because Benagu is a pass rusher that needs um I think he's very explosive I think he could definitely do that outside linebacker job I think Houston teaching him a few things here and there you know um I think that's gonna help I think that I like that pick I definitely like the Benagu pick uh, uh with the Paris Campbell pick it was one of my favorite guys coming out I think. I think even picking up Devin Funches, you yeah. know, uh, um, was a big, was a was a good pick because because in the red zone, uh, Ebron was the only um, guy for for um, for Andrew Luck. Now now they have another big body that they could use. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got they had ten draft picks and and you know these guys can't do it. Can't do it no better. Um, I think with all the money, they can still go out and get and, and get uh, get better. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's and that's what it's all about. But if anybody, <laughs> if anybody gets cut, you know they could definitely sign someone. If it's a if it's a salary cap cut, yeah, they could definitely fit them yeah. right in if if they really wanted to. I don't know if they will, but um, this is a good yeah. team, man. This is Solid a team, team that went right. Yeah, yeah. If so. if Andrew Luck could stay healthy like he did last season, uh, we we expect oh, yeah. them. To, you know, expect the. I think I think you know I think they should expect a lot more. Um, not not too much because it's still teams, the Patriots, the Chiefs, um, Chargers, um, still still a lot of tough teams. So you know, I think disrespect a lot more. Um, but I'll give them an A A minus. I'm gonna say an A minus. I'm not gonna give them a, a hard A. But I like I like that they have a lot of money, a lot of money left. Yeah, the off season, I'll I'll give them an A minus too. I I I go I I agree with you. I think they did everything, man. They did everything. I think I think the only guy that I I uh. I disagree with was the Yassine pick. Other than that, uh, uh, Banigou was good. Campbell was good. You know, um, and in free agency picking the franchise and um, um, that was pretty good. So, so yeah, I say, I say uh, definitely uh, um, the, uh, a minus is good. I think, I think the reason why they made that choice in that pick was because of the way how the way how Mahomes, Mahomes was was killing them. I think hmm. I think the way Mahomes killed them, mm-hmm. they they really needed help, and they didn't have a first round pick. Yeah, they definitely needed. So they some had kind of to do something, and I agree. I think it was I think it was better better market CBs out there than him, but you know, but at the same time, who who knows? They needed him. <laughs> so we'll yep. see what the happens. only spot I think they're a little weak in is the running back position. Agreed. Correct. You know, Agreed. that's the only spot. So 
teams could say, all right, you know what? We could just concentrate on the pass. You know, worry about Andrew Luck. Don't worry about them running the ball again. Yeah. But, so that's 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 their only weakness. So that's why you know, yeah, an A minus sounds. I right. mean, the the way they run they run their uh, their offense. I mean, you kind of a lot of the schemes a lot of formations a lot of. Uh, um, um, they run a lot of drag routes, a lot of stuff that that uh, Luck could get the ball out of, and then behind that, they 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 could run Hilton on all these deep concepts, deep posts, and deep Was corners. So they 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 definitely like they could you know they could I mean not that they you you want to just not run the ball, but you know they 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 could get away with it for now. Were they in on? Um... On uh, Bell at all? You know what? I never heard anything like that. Um, um, there was no, at That's no surprising. yeah, there was at no point did I hear that they were they were in on Bell. You would think that they would have been in on Bell because think about Le'Veon Bell with this offense. You know, and they had the money. Obviously, you know, we just talked about that. They got they still got plenty of money left for the cap, so. Can you imagine Bell? On yeah, this their team? GM is a guy that's like he's he's like he he's very focused guy. I think he um, he has a clear vision for what he wants the team to be, and um, Bell probably just was not the kind of guy he wanted in his locker room. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta always say not all not all players um are made for all teams, man. Some some teams are just they just don't want certain players around their around their facilities, right. Let's move along to uh, the last one, which is the AFC North. Oh, let's start off with the Bengals. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I see, I see where you're going, Davin. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Davin. Go ahead. I got you. I'm right behind you. Go I ahead. I don't, I don't, I don't know about the Bengals. Um, other than Jonah Williams, I don't. It's very questionable. <laughs> the Bengals, I think, is on a, a really bad rebuild. <laughs> um. I don't know, Jonah Williams, and he's gone for the year, so that that makes it more hard. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, us, the draft, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't even give them a grade. I don't know what to say about them. Yeah, they listen, man. Uh, they got to start somewhere. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Okay, Jonah Williams was a great pick. Everybody knew Jonah, Jonah Williams was coming out, probably with the best tackle or best guard, whatever he was gonna play. He was he. Ultra talented, uh, very uh, 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 skilled offensive lineman, um, definitely. After that, I don't know. I mean, even in in in, in paying Bobby Hart all that money they paid him to play, uh, I I mean Bobby Hart. I I, I went and I was watching a few uh, a couple cuts of his film. I mean, this dude was on the ground all the time, man. I mean, as a as an offensive line, it's like the last thing you need to be is be on the ground. <laughs> right. You know, I I I don't get it. Uh, uh, they t- they tried to get the tight end Drew Sample. Uh, Drew Sample with all the tight, yeah, all the but, all but the that, yeah, that was a reach because there was other t- more talented tight ends on the board. I don't. I, yeah. Um, I think they got him for like blocking, but they but as a pass catcher, I don't see I didn't yeah. see too much talent. That to me is a wasted yeah. pick, a second I, round pick on a blocking tight end. I don't get end. it, man. I mean, <laughs> they, I I really don't get it. Um, unless they know something we don't know, yeah, <laughs> or everybody else knows. I mean, J- Jermaine Pratt, the 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 linebacker, which is a I think he was he's a converted safety. Um, <laughs> I think I think that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I think that makes sense, kind of, you know. 
I mean, the kind of system they run. I, I, I mean, I kind of get it, but still, man, there's too many questions, man. I mean, when you come in out of a draft, you want to have, you know, you know, you want to have more answers for questions that you went into the draft. I don't think they answered too many of their questions. And, and, and uh, I don't think they gave Zach Taylor, who is their new coach, any kind of weapons, man. You know, the, the, red, the red rifle. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ended up drafting Ryan Finley from North Carolina. Yeah, State. I mean. And this is a team that won six games last year. Yeah. I don't know how they won. Because, of their, because they're running. Because yeah. Joe Mixon, that running game was pretty good. Like, basically, that was what it was. I mean, I mean, there was some games that the Red Rifle practically, like, he played well, like he does. You know, he'll give you one or two games here and there where he, he looks mm. pretty good. But. I don't know, man. I have like I basically I was disappointed in what they did, man. Um, um, Rodney Anderson was probably the best pick for me, pick for me, because he's gonna back up Mixon. It's kind of the same mold as Mixon, the kind of shifty guys that could run, that could still run between the tackles. So I like, I like. But other than that, come on, man. That yeah. that's one of those that I want to go all the way to D on those on that one. Yeah, I think I think I agree <laughs> yeah. with the D. Um, I think I think the Definitely. reason why the Bengals had them six wins is because I don't know uh, if y'all remember the beginning of the season. I think they was two like two or three and zero. Oh. I think I think yeah they, I yeah. Think yeah they, they were like, they were yeah. out undefeated and then they just yeah. went downhill from there. Like I yep. think I think True. this is it for the uh, Red Rifle. Um, I I I'm I'm going to see them right. as the worst <laughs> team of the league this season. They won four of their first yes. five games. Yeah, pretty amazing. But then after that, like you said, it was just downhill and. Second half of the year, they won one game. Yeah, I, so, I, 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 and that yeah, was I think one. I want to say is that uh, they're gonna have the worst, uh, the worst record in the league, and I'm gonna say that right now. And they're wow. gonna, they're gonna potentially draft a quarterback, an actual quarterback in the, in the next one. Ooh, I don't know if they're gonna be. I, it's them or Miami. I think. <laughs> I, I think, I think Miami will have a better record than them. All, all depending. Okay. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting because you never know at the end who might. Not want to win at the end. You don't want to say. I was you the Bengals. I'll, 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 I'll wave the white flag now. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. No, they they definitely. Oh, the one man. thing they did positive this year was getting a new yes. coach. That was that was to... a big plus because finally, after how many years that he should have been yeah. gone, he should have been gone five um, years ago. Yeah, at least change the culture, quote unquote culture. <laughs> you need to do that, man. You need to wash the, the whole place up. The year that they lost to Pittsburgh, when they when they uh, imploded against Pittsburgh, remember? I think it was perfect. That made yeah, that stupid, stupid hit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. After that game, after that year, he should I have been agree. done. You know what? You you can't control your team. Then yeah, and and they, I think more than anything, it wasn't just that one incident. It was the multiple incidents over his right. tenure. That the fact that right. you could you could not hold him accountable for it. I mean that. And no playoff yeah, wins. Exactly. I mean that's. That's, that's yeah, huge. I, I agree. So um, yeah, so yeah, so that was that. That to me is a big thing, and um, I, I I think I'm right with you, David. They're definitely gonna be the worst team, if not the worst team, the second Makes worst sense. team in the league. Me too. Well, well, at least the Dolphins <laughs> won't need a quarterback, so I, I guess that's good for the Bengals. I thought I I well, I, I totally. They're, they're crossing their fingers. They won't yeah, I forgot about Ronell. I forgot about Ronell Wren. I think Ronell Wren is a, actually a pretty good player um, that they drafted too. I totally forgot about him. Um, um, he has put he has great potential actually. I think I think uh, I think. 
but but it's but when you when you make one or two picks out of all the cloud of you know of kind of uh, uh, unanswered yeah. questions, I think it kind of sh- kind of shadow you know throws a kind of a dark shadow over over a potentially pretty good pick, you know. So I'm I'm hoping that they could create an environment where guys like Ren and and Pratt could you know thrive in you know. Correct. So let's move it on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, how we how we feeling about Pittsburgh and what they did? Pittsburgh was one of my. I am not a like. Okay, I'm a Jets fan. Everybody knows that. Uh, um, I don't like the Patriots. Everybody knows that. There's something about the Steelers, and I I just do not like. So everybody like just <laughs> un, just understand. Just before I go ahead and say what I'm gonna say. Just understand that I, there's something about an organization that I just don't like, and their fans I don't like. So, uh, however you want to take that, fine with me. But I love Devin Bush. I think I think they I think um, I think the fact that they went in and did everything they could to 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 answer the questions they had at linebacker was great. You know, uh, I had to take a deep breath before I say something good. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say a few good things actually, which makes my itch my skin itch. But whatever. Um, Devin Bush definitely. Uh, um, they needed that man. They got Mark Mark, Mark Barron in uh in in uh in free agency. You know, again attacking what they they needs that linebacker. Uh, Justin Lane was one of my favorite corners. I mean, I mean he I mean they're pretty good at at doing that. I think they really needed a a guy at uh at corner too. Uh, because that that uh, forget his name corner that they had is I I don't I don't understand he really struggled last year so um so Lane was a really good pick again um playing with uh, Joe Hayden uh uh Stephen Nelson they paid big money too I think they got him from I think Nelson was with the Chiefs yeah Kansas City yeah he was with the Chiefs they paid him big money brought him over I like that. I definitely like that they attacked their weaknesses, man. They they definitely answered, had multiple answers for the weaknesses they thought they had. Uh, uh, at, even at wide receiver, getting Deontay Thompson in, uh, um, I like that. And getting Dante Moncrief in, I like that. Yeah. So, and Benny Snell was one of the guys coming out that I that I like as a running back. Well, you know, I didn't think he was going to be a starter. I think as a as a backup, I think he's a pretty good player. Um, I think he kind of fits the mold of what uh, the Steelers do on offense, running the ball. And there's a little kid called Sutton Smith. Uh, I remember this guy came up to me, actually a co-worker came up to me, and he's like, I remember him showing me Sutton Smith, and he's like, this guy is going to be a great pass rusher. And I'm like, dude, you know, do you know like Sutton Smith is like, like under 200 pounds? Like you not you don't you you can't play linebacker you can't play outside linebacker in the league at that size, but he's Definitely but not. his 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 athleticism is off the charts, and if they have him as like an off ball linebacker, he would be perfect in that role. So like I said, man, it's hard for me to say, but for the fact that they went into the draft and the off season answered had multiple answers for every issue they had. <sighs> I will give them a A minus. Yeah, that, that sounds about right because their big hole was that they traded away Antonio Brown. Yes. And who did who did they did they they got the Moncrief from Moncrief uh, yeah from oh Dante Moncrief right okay. yeah Thompson yes 
Deontay Johnson. And he's basically the same type of player as Brown. Small time yes. college. Small in frame, too, as well. Not a big yeah, guy. but fast, quick. So that's yeah. Big, yeah, but fast, quick. So it'll be interesting if they could replace him because that's, that's going to be the big hole for yeah, them. They're pretty. Otherwise, they, they got a pretty yeah, good team. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Again. Got... I don't know how they missed the playoffs last year, but I think they missed the know. playoffs because mm-hmm. they because because they had too much they had too much going on off field. Exactly, you know, and the chemistry mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't there. I think I'm expecting a better chemistry. Um, I like I like the wide receiver. My I like the wide receiver pickups. Um, and the fun fact for uh Mr. Ben Snell, um, his great uncle Matt Snell, he rushed for uh, 121 yards and the touchdown in the Jets Super Bowl three. Yeah, back in the day. Oh, yep. There you go. And, there you and go. The father played for the Baltimore Ravens and the XFL. Yeah, he, he's made of um, nice. NFL jeans. He got going on yeah. there. Yes. So, so, That's so, so, yep. I, uh, so I see Benny Snell coming in as a backup. Um, maybe, maybe third and ones and everything else. Um, behind James Conner. Uh, yes. I, I I I definitely I definitely thought they had a they had a, they had a great solid they had a great solid off season. I'll give them an A minus. I agree with Sharman. A minus at best. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, this is going to be a top heavy division probably. Pittsburgh, and then we'll see what Cleveland's going to do. Yeah. 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 We'll get with them last. Um, the but we gonna get to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Woof. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you do it, Sharman. Go right ahead. <laughs> Okay, this will surprise you guys, man, because I went deep on this one. Because I wanted to know why they run the ball so well. And they don't run the ball well because they're very powerful or they have a bunch of strong guys. They have they run the ball very well because they're really athletic. And what they do is they run a bunch of, like, spread offense type of run schemes, like these pin and pulls and outside zone runs and traps where they basically what they're doing is trying to get the best angle. You know, sometimes uh, what they do is what a trap is. You kind of, I think you let one of your, one of the defensive ends go unblocked and like you sift either a running back or a tight end from the backfield and have him come out of nowhere and block him blindside, you know, kind of that's what I think that's what, a, what it is. So they do, they, but what they do is like really intricate, man. they, they're pretty good at it. Uh, I think their coach is like one of the best uh, run, run kind of run offense guys in the league, and you, it shows on film. And I think, I think they, 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 and because of the way they run their offense, and the kind of quarterback they have, the fact that they went out and got Hollywood Brown or Marquise Brown is, was known to be the fast, one of the fastest wide receivers coming out. Speed there, then they got Miles Boykins, who's a bigger guy, but is still. I think he ran a four three something. That's speed there, and Justice Hill is another dude that was ridiculous with the ball in his hand, and he has ridiculous speed also. So they basically drafted for the scheme. You know, if your quarterback is not that accurate, you want to give him space, so he doesn't have to be accurate. So you basically what you do is you f- you threaten the front seven with the run, and then you and that creates space in the back with. The speed where you have to give cushion to guys like Boykins and guys like uh, uh, Brown, you know, so it gives him gives him a, a more space to get the ball completed. So I think they're doing this to, to to you know the fact that they're coming up with multiple answers again. Teams coming up with multiple answers for questions that they have going into the off season is what I like. You could see that the organization is thinking on multiple levels 
to answer the questions that they have. So I like what they did there. And unfortunately, uh, lost into Zadarius Smith. I like the fact that they brought in Jalen Ferguson uh, to kind of step in for him. I don't know how good of a fast rush he's going to be, but I think he's kind of like what Zadarius Smith is. I think Smith was a little bit more athletic, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, that's another answer. And uh, Earl Thomas, I think I don't think you could go through this whole thing to go without without saying add the addition of Earl Thomas was a big get for them. Uh, um, I think just off of that, I think that's a high grade right there. Um, I think um, they haven't had a safety that good since uh, the great Ed Reed was in town. So, um, I, and I think bringing in Ingram actually is a pretty good thing for them too. I think, uh, I definitely think um, um, uh, um, he brings he brings that kind of leadership and he kind of run, they kind of run some of the same run type stuff in, in, in New Orleans. So, so basically you're bringing in a veteran guy that could lead the younger guys in. Same. And they all, all their running backs are kind of the same guy. So I liked what Baltimore did. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they did, they did pretty well too. And they drafted a couple of receivers because they were having a hard time signing. Receivers, True. Right. Yeah. That was a big thing during the off season. So I think that was big getting a couple of receivers in there. Um, because that's, that's the thing that we, we've talked about, too, with Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. Can he turn into a quarterback that actually could throw the ball and make, and make the big throws? Yeah. You know, because he's definitely athletic. He's definitely going to run a lot. And he's going to probably gain eight 900 yards this year rushing. But can he do it throwing the ball? Yeah. That's, what's, that's the biggest question, and, I think, for them. Yeah, and that, and that was the point I was trying to make when I was talking about the way they, were, they, they schemed their offense. You know, if, you, if you're going to – you can't take your corner because I don't think there's not – there's a lot of corners that could practice that run with guys that are running 4-3, sub-4-3s, you know. Um, uh, so you have to give him cushion. That creates space, man. Basically, it, if he can't – do well on the a scheme like that. I don't think I don't think he he's made to play in the NFL, man. They're doing everything in their power to make him into the better into the better side of him, you know, because they're practically making the offense all about what he does best. So you know, mm-hmm. so I like I like the way they're going about it. Right. Um. I I like the Ben Powers move. Um. I see him as a potential starter. Yes. Uh, they out. They love the Oklahoma guys. Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> like, I like to say that. Um, that's like that's the boy. Like that's the, the coach. Yeah, I like the Miles Boykin uh, uh, pickup from Notre Dame. Yep. Of course, I like, and of course, I like the number one pick, which is Antonio Brown's cousin, Marquise mm. Brown from Oklahoma yep. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, I think, I think with this one, I think what questions me is the linebackers using C.J. Mosley. And and some other guys, Smith. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and, and the last guy, Terrell Suggs. Yep. Um, I think I think that's the only question I will have. I think, but I think they still have the potential to, to they still have a, a, a solid record. Um, now it all depended on the linebackers, and it all depended on uh, Mr. Jackson, Mr. Yep. Lamar Jackson, and and this and if he could, you know, be more accurate with the because basically what's going to happen is that. These teams is gonna is gonna go to that film room and see that they doing the run heavy. So it's all on Jackson. It's all on the wide receivers. Yes, this, definitely. This what's gonna be that's what it's gonna be all about for Baltimore. But yeah. I think it was real solid. I think they did a real good job. Um, I think they did a real good job. So 
if if they could if they could fill if they could you know fix something in that linebacker a little bit and uh, if Jackson could be more accurate then yeah I I I I think it'll be great I think that I think it'd be a great grade even though they still yeah. have a great grade but I think that'll be good for them. Yeah, I think I think I think again going with the theme of uh, answering questions that you had going into the in the off season, I think I want to give them a, a minus, uh, uh, definitely because I don't think they still I still don't think they answered their pass rush questions or their linebacker questions, so I I can't give them a straight up A. Correct. So so I think I'll give them an A minus, probably a B, even a B plus. Stay the truth because. You go. You're going into you. You know, on, on on defense, you lost so much so much talent in your linebacker room, and you almost didn't replace all of it. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I I I that that's questionable. You know, again, having answers for questions is is the is the theme. So I think I you know what I'll go with for B plus. Yeah, no, I agree. B plus. Yeah, B plus <laughs> sounds good. I mean, but it's almost <laughs> impossible to replace. A guy, you know, like CJ Mosley, like yeah, Mosley. definitely. Yeah, so that's, but I think they did pretty good. Otherwise, I mean, it's going to be a good division. That's that's another one. That's another two, three team deep division. That's going to be really good. Correct. Yeah, yep. Understood. As we'll talk about the Browns now, yeah, yeah. most definitely. Um. So mm-hmm. last team, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, did did they win the Super Bowl yet? Uh, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> They're working on it. Pull that hype. Oh yeah. So so, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna let you start off with this one, Chris. Uh, what you think about the Cleveland Browns? Oh, uh, you got to love what the Browns did during the off season this year. Um, obviously the big trade getting Beckham in there. Um, with Tom Chandler was huge. <laughs> yeah, they really did. I mean, they they lost Peppers. I mean, that was that's a big loss. But just think about that offense now with him and Landry as their receivers. Um. It's, they, they looked really good. And draft-wise, they drafted Greedy great. Williams with that first pick. That oh, was a great pick in the second round. What a round. steal. What a second steal round. that was. Yeah. Second yeah. round. <laughs> That's a, it's crazy. It, is. <laughs> um, it was. So, I mean, I like, yeah, no, I like I, who I, they I drafted to replace um, um, they lost, uh, Sheldrick Wedwine. Uh, it w- that's a name that kept coming up over and over again in again in pre-draft stuff. Uh, um, as a as a pretty solid safety. So I, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. He's like really, he has really high potential, man. Really explosive. Uh, I I I kind of I like him. I like the kind of player he is. But uh, but I think I think when you watched when you watched the Browns, I think the 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 fact that they had their offense, their front seven or their front line, their DT line. Uh, is ridiculous. I mean, Sheldon Richardson, Olivier mm-hmm. Vernon, Miles Garrett, uh, uh, Larry Ogunjobi. Holy crap! You know, did you, did you guys see the video of of, of Garrett uh, squatting six hundred and seventy five pounds? No, nah. Early no. Early Oh my goodness! Ooh. I mean, come on, man. I I mean, they. I mean, the the ridiculous amount of talent they have on that team right now, man. Offense and defense. Uh, um. The I think I uh two names I think that that we really have to say before uh uh is uh, uh Sion Takitaki, uh linebacker BYU and uh, Mac Wilson, beef way before the the draft I remember reading on Mac Wilson and he was supposed to be one of the better linebackers coming out 
uh, uh, this draft. For some reason, again, uh, uh, a lot of muted, a lot of mute, muted names, man. Like they just weren't talking about these guys coming out. Um, but I think he's a solid linebacker. I, I think I, um, I think he's better than a lot of. Why do you think he dropped so far? I uh, was there something about his character? I don't or think something? it's character, man, because that guy was really productive. I, I think I, one of the things I've learned with 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 the whole draft process is the way scouts view players and the way the NFL view players are kind of different. You know, they uh, a lot of scouts look for traits, basically. You know, like what what mm-hmm. do you know? What are you best at? You know, are your coverage skills good? You know, I you know your are your hips fluid? If you're a corner, can you turn and run? You know, and stuff like that. The NFL basically have a number, have numbers that that line up who that how you have to look if you're supposed to be this. So if you're a corner and you're like six one and you could run a forty at about four four, and you know, and you you have long arms, you're gonna be a corner. Your traits don't matter. You understand mm-hmm. me? And it's the same thing with linebackers. And I think. His production was ridiculous, Mac Wilson, uh, but I don't think he fits the linebacker mold per se. And I think mm-hmm. probably the reason why he fell, that's my opinion anyway. I'm not a draft guru. So <laughs> but yeah. my but right. I think I think that's probably one of the reasons uh reasons he mm-hmm. fell to where he was. Because I think he's a solid player. Right. Um I think I think I think what interests me about the Browns is that they picked up uh Mr. Vernon from the Giants. Yep. So they picked up a couple of offensive linemen, Kendall Lamb from the Houston Texans. Yes. Uh they uh Darius Taylor. Yep. <laughs> and 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 last but not least, uh Eric Cush. Eric Cush, another lineman. So they I don't I don't I don't I don't know. Cleveland Cleveland is on is on the right path. Yeah. And not you know of being a, a potential playoff team of you know, and the only question the only question is going to be the ego the egos and, <laughs> and the chemistry that's that's the only question that and, I have right and now. their coach basically because their first right. year that's coach right. oh, first yeah. year coach you know um he yeah. hasn't proven that he could he could he's a leader of men that could get you oh, know yeah. to to take those egos and control them in that locker room and take them to where they're supposed to go. Uh, uh, he hasn't proven that yet. So, I mean, they finished good last year. They had a good finish to yeah. Last, I to think last season with I think there. a lot of what what that happened last year had to do with two things. I know for some reason, Kitchens and Greg Williams had a beef because basically, I th- I don't know if you guys caught this him him making him making this statement about coaches that talk loud don't really know how to teach. You know, he right. made a statement like that. I mean. Yeah, the fact was... the fact that Greg Williams was your uh was working with you and he left, you're gonna make a you're gonna make a statement like that, and then what? You're gonna say tell me that it wasn't for you weren't talking about Greg Williams? Come on, dude. You know it just only one that's screaming. <laughs> it's this. It just sounds. But you cannot be a defensive coach in the league for that long, and you can't teach defense, especially the fact that he runs these really complicated, schemed up defenses. If he would never be that good at his job, if he was not a good teacher, I think I think this dude was beefing with Greg Williams, and that's the reason why he said what he said. And if that's the kind of attitude he has, where he needs to blurt out his beefs in 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 the media, I I I do not like where that this is going. 
because if because he I, I don't see that happening he, again. I, I'm sure someone spoke to him. About oh yeah, but why? But you're the you know, head coach. Somebody got to corral you. Who? Right. I mean, no, come on. Oh, he, <laughs> but you know what? If you look at it from last year, after he got fired, but their last seven games, they went five and two with him with him as the head coach. Yeah, yeah. that that, that offense was ticking though. I mean. I, yeah. I I really like so, the schemes they were running and and the way the way the, they had got had the ball getting out of uh, uh what's his name's hand the QB's hand I mean I like I you know I like what he was doing definitely on offense I I'm just I'm just like I said I'm not saying that he's gonna fail I'm just saying you know please right. no, please mean, no. <laughs> settle down the hype settle the hype down for me please you know until this dude yeah. could show me that for one NFL season or multiple NFL seasons he could kind of corral these guys and have them fighting for one cause. Mm. Yeah, right. until then, he's going to be he's going to be calming down. Come on, come on, guys. We can do better. That ain't going to work. <laughs> that ain't going to work there because you got now you're adding, you know, Beckham into the mix. Yeah. And, and if uh, Beckham don't huge. get the ball from, from Mayfield, oh, yeah. it's going to be a whole lot of problems. And even and then if he gets the ball, then Landry's not going to get the ball. So he'll and even even you guys caught the whole Miles Garrett coming out and saying that Williams Williams was using him wrong or some stuff like that. It didn't teach him anything too. Like, right? Oh come on, dude. I mean, I I I will agree. In in my some of the film breakdown that I watched of of Greg Williams, um, he dropped him into coverage way too often, and I I, I just couldn't understand why he did that. Uh, probably because I. Coaches do stuff for some reason, man. They don't do stuff just because, you know. So I don't know what was going on over there, but I did disagree with the fact that he kind of had Garrett, Garrett playing a lot of, you know, coverage more than than uh, than you know. But but when, that's what Williams is known for. He does stuff that you would never be think that he would do. I just I just find it odd that a lot of these like the player, the coach. Making comments about Greg Williams or referring to, and not only Williams. Look at the just, the, the, right. the coach before when he left. Everybody oh, had something yeah. to say. Oh. Like, keep your mouth shut. It's weird. Yeah. Why? Why are these players open it? Just keep it. All right, God, they're gone. That's it. You know, you got to worry about your team now. You know, yeah. worry about the, your roster now. Worry about your coaches now. These are the. This is the team you got to worry about. Forget about last year. Last year is done. It's over. Who cares? That guy's not there. That player is not there. Worry about these guys, you know. I, I don't, I don't know. I just find that odd that they're just, yeah. they're still talking about. Yeah, that. but that's quite how. It, but that's why you're the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite how it goes. So I don't know. I give them, I give them an A. I give them an A for now. Yeah, with with um, on paper, yeah, definitely, definitely an on a. paper, yeah. Yeah, give them an yeah. A, but you know, like like we always say, there's a lot of questions. Um, it's going, there's a lot of questions for Cleveland coming in because if they don't make the playoffs, won't win that division this season. Woo! Oh, you know, a lot, the first time that they. If they have a two-game losing streak, even if they lose one game, hmm. you know, you're going to start. Depending on how they lose the game. Like, if a team comes in. Right. Like, let's say they play the Lions. Let's say, right? A team that nobody thinks that's going to do anything in there, you know, really do any kind of big thing in the NFL this year. And they hmm. lose to them by, like, two touchdowns or something like that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, think about it. The first week, just to look at their schedule real fast, that first week they play Tennessee at home. Imagine, they could easily, they lose, easily that lose that game. We we've, we we right. just spoke about that. Yep. And that's when you'll start hearing things. And then the next week they they got yeah. us on the road. Yeah. And then they got the Rams. Yeah, boy. Oh boy. And then at Baltimore. Oh. So that's, that's a tough force stretch Ooh. right there. They could easily 
go one and three in that in that yeah. stretch there. Correct. That would not look good. Of course, no. and then they go on slot, and then it's like, oh, I thought they were supposed to that, see. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't develop the chemistry, and they and, and y'all got too hyped up all, over all of these stars, you know. Yeah, that, that and that's what time. that's what you're gonna hear after that if they start off that bad. <laughs> Agreed. Everybody's gonna be saying that. Yeah, no, Davin's da- 100 yeah. correct. You're gonna be hearing that. Oh, they got all this talent. Yeah. What's going on? Always they right. always do that when they when they when you have a whole bunch of guys that's talented. But they didn't develop no type of chemistry or nothing. They start losing like oh, oh, all this talent and these guys couldn't do nothing. Remember you how know? that? Remember how that Eagles team did when they, when when what's his name came out and said we're the dream team in the NFL. I can't remember what year mm-hmm. that was, man. They had, the Eagles had a bunch of talented guys. Oh yeah, that was uh, a few years ago. <laughs> they signed that the corner from uh, was from Raiders. Yeah, where is that guy, by the way? He was supposed to be. He was done after. That. <laughs> oh, I be one of the best corners in the he league. He went there and he was yeah. done. He was done after. That. I mean, he, I mean, he, that's that's what hypes gets you, man. Hype gets you. Mm-hmm. Hype gets you nothing. If you can't exactly. prove, they if you can't prove it. anything, if you can't prove anything on the field, man, it's best you keep your mouth shut and go about your job. Right. That's why the coach is gonna. He's gonna have to really coach this year, and he's gonna have to keep all that out of out of the out of the locker room. Out of the team, out of the offices, he's got to keep all that as much as he can. Out. Yeah, agreed. He's got to look at it. We're the Browns, where we haven't been a playoff team in a few years. We haven't won a Super Bowl ever. We have to. He has to keep them humble. He has to keep them as the Browns. But, not but as, we don't see that. Not as the dream team, you know, or not the dream team. But you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean. but we don't see the that. Team with all the hype. <laughs> No, they already know, going through drama, and these guys just don't, you know, hush their mouth, especially Baker Mayfield. And uh, because, yeah, yep. because I love me some Baker Mayfield, but at the same time, Baker Mayfield got to shut his mouth, you know? Do your job and be quiet. Ball. Yep, exactly. That's it. Agree. Just win games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you got to do win. But, um... That that's that's it for today. Um, before we leave out, I want uh, I just got this on my phone. But shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team for winning the uh, championship. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Woo! Awesome. So, yeah, shout definitely. out to them. I know the men's played the thing. back to so, back. Um, so hopefully we go two for two. But uh, shout out to shout out to y'all. Uh, very yeah. special for y'all. Respect. Uh, two straight. Um, yep. so. As we leave along, uh, please follow us on Twitter, uh, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram, NY Just Fans Podcast. Again, follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, and uh, Instagram, NY Just Fans Podcast. Episode 45, we get closer and closer to episode 50. Um, so, fellas, good podcast as always. And yes, sir. Yeah, enjoy the rest of y'all day. Take you too, man. You too. Take flight. Jet up. Jet up. <laughs>